You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. And welcome back to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. We're going to take a look at your money today. And we're going to take the opportunity to go back to basics for anyone who's just starting out in investing and wants to learn more about asset classes and taking risks. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Of course, Money Talk is a show where we talk all things investing. But not all of us are familiar with all of the products and terms that are used on the show all of the time. So let's get back to basics. I'm joined now by Stephanie Yuan. She is Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong at Endowus, which is a digital wealth management platform. And she's going to guide us through it all. Thank you, Stephanie, for coming in today. Thank you, Carolyn. So... Let's start at the very beginning. There's a number of views on the main asset classes. What is an asset class and what would you say the main ones are? So an asset class is basically a category of investable assets that have similar characteristics, uh, trade on similar exchanges and regulated by similar rules and regulations. Um, typically, when we hear on the news, they're sort of three common, most common types of asset classes. First, obviously, stocks or what we call equities that we always hear about. Um, second are bonds, or sometimes it's called fixed income. And then the third uh, would be cash. Um, it can be pure just cash in our wallet or cash management products like money market funds. So these are the most traditional asset classes. Um, we can touch more upon other asset classes. There are other types of asset classes that have also emerged recently. Okay, so let's let's start off with the first one you mentioned there, stocks or equities. So what exactly is it that they represent and who benefits from them existing? So a stock is basically um, a share that represents an ownership in a company. So why would a company issue stock? It's basically they need capital for expansion, for it, it can be capital expenditure, it can be R&D, it can be hiring of people, and they would issue shares for people to buy into to become owners of the firm. So um, as a shareholder, you're entitled to the economic benefit of the company as a stockholder or a owner of the company. So both sides benefit there, both the company and the stockholder. So let's let's have a look also at fixed income next or bonds how do they differ are they and are they a more secure option for an investor to consider um it's interesting carolyn you you, you asked this question um recently there has been some interesting market developments that have stirred again the sort of debate between what is a bond holder what is a equity holder um, just explain a little bit more on what we talked about, about equity ownership. I want to avoid financial jargon, but in finance terms, basically what stocks, uh, bonds, they represent uh, is the capital structure of a company. And going back to equity as a stockholder, unfortunately, you're ranked sort of the lowest or the most bottom in the capital structure, but you are to the firm what we call permanent capital, which means in the unfortunate event, if a company unfortunately goes bankrupt, you are last to sort of get your money back. But on the flip side, it also means if the company does very well, you will also enjoy the most upside compared to everyone else in the capital structure. So 
um, that's um, equity. Um, how is bond different or fixed income different? Is fixed income is uh, sort of stacked uh, above um, equity holders? Um, again, going back to what we talked about, in the unfortunate event, if a company goes bust, actually the company would have to first repay the bondholders or the the loan uh, 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 that that they took out um, before they pay back equity holders. So in a sense, it's quote unquote more secured in that way. Um, but again, on the flip side is your sort of uh, returns would be capped because uh, why it's called fixed income is the kind of cash flows that you get from a bond, it's fixed. Essentially, fixed income, it's it's a loan. And we all know what a loan is. A loan is basically you loan money to someone, what we call principal. And in return, um, the borrower is supposed to give you back interest, either periodically or at the end of the loan term life. And this return is capped. Unlike equity, equity, um, the returns can be fluctuating. If the company does very well, then your your ownership in that firm can can be sort of uh, uh, worth a lot. But um, on the flip side, it's a bit more risky. Um, on the flip side, for fixed income or bond, um, it's slightly more um, secured, um, less risky in a sense on a relative basis. But um, your your returns would be capped, and it's uh, uh, capped by the interest payments that you receive. So this is one of the things we very commonly talk about, and this is balancing risk with reward, isn't it? So that's that's where you're coming from there with that. So l let's move on to something that in essence sounds very simple, but can be more complicated, uh, which is cash. So because there's not just plain old cash, we also have cash equivalents. Now, can you explain what, what what's the difference there and, and what do we need to know? So yes, uh, for a normal person, cash would mean the pieces of paper in our wallets, right? But in the investing world, we also have a asset class called um, sort of cash management products. Um, these can be money market funds or very liquid, very um, secured investment vehicles. Essentially, you can think of it as um, very safe investment vehicles like treasury bonds um, issued by the US governments or very, very short term uh, sort of uh, commercial paper that issued by uh, large corporates or large banks. And essentially, that's why we say equivalent. Um, it's it's equivalent in a sense, it's still very secured, but um, it will earn you a little bit of more interest compared to just holding onto cash, which we all know because of inflation erodes over time if you don't invest your cash. So um, in the investing world, um, cash investments actually is a type of um, asset class. But obviously, going back to what we talked about, Carolyn, right, risk and return, these are very, very safe assets, um, but you would expect them not to yield that much returns. Sometimes, um, well, in a very, we're, we might talk a bit later later on, but uh, we're now in a higher interest rate environment. So some of the yields might be more interesting. But uh, for a long time, we've been in this very low interest rate environment. And that's why um, investing in cash investments was not very attractive for, for, for a very long time. So yeah, but it might those 
things can always change in the markets. As we know, everything goes in cycles. Now, we've been through the, the three main classes that you came up with at the beginning, but you also mentioned that there are a few other options that you would like to talk about. So let's let's go through some of those. What are the main ones that you'd like to highlight for us today? So, um, yes, there are new emerging asset classes that what we called non-traditional or some people call alternatives. It can be real estate, which are very popular among Hong Kong investors. It can be uh, watches, wine. Those are also considered um, asset classes. It can be private equity, hedge funds. These are more advanced uh, investment products, which are typically um, invested by high net worth individuals or institutional investors. Or we have very interesting new emerging asset classes such as crypto investments as well. Um, but I think the common theme about these asset classes that's different from the three that we talked about are these asset classes are illiquid, not standardized. So um, it, it can be perceived to be a bit more risky due to that because it's, it's not like every day there's a market, you know exactly someone is can can will be able to buy your assets. But I think recently there has been more and more interest uh, into diversifying into these different asset classes. As we saw, I think last year was a turning point when both bonds and stocks um, had a bit of a challenging market and people start thinking if I have a long-term investment horizon I don't mind it being locked up being illiquid um, maybe I can sort of put different eggs in different baskets to diversify my my wealth and start exploring these different types of asset classes Fantastic. Absolutely great. Such clear explanations. Thank you so much for that session. We're going to come back and talk more about some, just taking a little step further into the world of investing uh, in a week's time. That was Stephanie Yuan. She is Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong at Endowus.